Hi guys and welcome back to another episode of The Wilder the Better and today I have on a very special guest who was unanimously re-requested to come on an episode again, my sister Camille. Hi. And today we're going to be talking about Target Horror Stories. That's right, Target is in the corporation as in the CEO is Brian Cornell. We both worked there for about how long did you work there? It was just about four years. Me too. I did not make it to my four-year mark because it was terrible, and we're going to talk about that. First, let's talk about the customers, because I feel like a lot of what was terrible was, like, coworkers, but also people who would just shop there. Like, I worked there, it was the first job I had. I was super excited. I dreamed of working at Target, which is embarrassing, and I applied, like, the day after I turned 16. And I drove there with my new driver's license. And it was, like, a super exciting time for me. And I don't know. Like, you're 16 and you're getting yelled at by, like, full adults. And it's just terrible. Do you have any, like, guest stories that you want? Which is, we had to call them guests. That that took me a bit. I remember remember when, like, I was at the service desk, I think. Because you trained me in at the desk. And then I just kept calling them. What did I call Like, customers or something? Or people. And then they were mad at me because we were supposed to call them guests. I don't know. They were weird about that verbiage. But anyway, that's besides the point. Do you have any, like, weird guest stories? Oh, man. So many. I remember that during, like, peak COVID, when the shelves were bare of everything, there was a lady who screamed at me because we didn't have the type of quinoa she wanted. And literally, I was a teenager in high school, and she was taking out her stress about a whole global pandemic on me, and I was just like, I'm so sorry to hear about that. Did you try Coburn's across the street? That was terrible. Yeah, I feel like people need to realize that we're children, and, like, It's so crazy to me that I got used to full adults yelling at me about circumstances I couldn't control or like people not believing me on a policy because I was like 17. I don't know. It's just bizarre to me that people can treat people with such disrespect. Like no matter your age, I feel like people deserve at least some amount of respect and it's, I don't know, it's terrible. And like if you see that at a store, like and someone's yelling at an employee, imagine that for your full eight-hour shift, because a lot of times that's what it would be like. Like, I remember working at the service desk, like, it was like, oh, no, this could be a bad return, like, it might not work. Like, it would make me super anxious because, like, this person could be mad at me. And, like, when it was a good return process and, like, they were nice, I remember being so surprised. And, like, I had favorite guests, which they probably didn't know it, but just because they were decent and nice like I was like yay I'm gonna bring this out to their car because I know that they're gonna be nice and look in my eyes and say thank you and like I don't know you know and so that's not fun but can you think of anything else one of my worst oh man it's like I'm drinking the kool-aid again one of my worst guest encounters (laughs) was when I was at the service desk and there was a guy who was trying to return something that didn't come from Target and how that works is that the computer just says oops, I don't know what this is because it wasn't in our system because it didn't come from Target. So I physically couldn't do anything to help him. And he got so mad and aggressive and he was like, I'm a cop. And he was like flashing his badge at me. And then he was like, I have a gun. I have my gun on me right now. You have to do my return. And again, I was a teenager. I was a child. And this man who was a cop, he did show me his 
badge, like he was legit a cop, was threatening me with his gun because I wouldn't take his return because I physically couldn't. Yeah, it's pretty silly. And you might be being like, okay, that's a little dramatic, but honestly, it's not. Like, it's terrible. I don't know. And, like, a lot of times people wouldn't believe you, so you'd have to get your boss, and then your boss would be like, oh, I'm so sorry they couldn't do that for you. That's awful. Oh, my goodness. And so, like, your boss wouldn't even be taking your side. Like, I don't know. You know, there's, like, I don't know. It's just terrible. So, like, when you don't even have, like, the backup of your boss who's supposed to be, like, your go-to, like, person who's going to, like, help you through stuff, like, take a person's side who they don't even know and, like you can't do it for them i don't know it's just terrible but also around christmas time there's so if you're not familiar if you don't shop at target cool but they have like drive up which i guess everywhere does now but basically workers at the service desk will bring out your order for you and like put it in your car and stuff but around christmas time parents are like anal they're like antsy they're like oh my goodness they think it's going to be a perfect idea to get it in drive up which a lot of times that's a good idea for doing that for like hiding christmas gifts but if it's like a huge bike and like you can't put it in a bag then that's not the best idea if you have your kids with but like i remember feeling so bad when a parent would be like great you just ruined my kids christmas because you showed them their present and i'm like i didn't know that like i don't know like they'd have you like one time okay one time <laughs> i'll make this story quick but i had this huge i can't remember what it was it was like a little tykes like slide or something something kind of big in, in a box and there was a mom who was like my kids with me like can you help me find something to wrap this with and i was like well, did you buy any wrapping paper? (laughs) It's like five feet away. She's like, no, I don't want to buy wrapping paper. So I was like, okay. And so I took those like big red Target bags that you put like big stuff in, you know, you don't, they don't use them too often. But I remember like getting tape and getting like a bunch of those bags and like surrounding the sides with it so that it wasn't being able to be seen and like she was just like hurry up hurry up they're coming he's coming he's coming and i'm like trying to like wrap this thing up in like a red bag and it's like huge so it's taking me a minute and then she was like oh the kid's gonna go with this person so i'll just take it now and so like i didn't even like have to do it i don't know it's just so annoying okay i feel like we should put a disclaimer in do you agree yeah definitely i feel like it's possible to listen to this and think well, man, I don't want to offend and upset every person I ever interact with. So, disclaimer, if you're treating the people you're interacting with like the humans they are, then you're totally fine and this does not apply to you. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people are nice, but also a lot of people aren't. But there are good people out there. And if you're listening, you're one of them, hopefully. (laughs) But yeah, so just a little disclaimer, don't be like... I don't know. You don't have to, like, be overly nice, but yeah. Just like Camille said, just, like, treat him like a human. And, yeah. So, should we talk about Jane? Yes. We are calling this individual Jane for her privacy, but one of our most interesting bosses that we ever had during the time when we overlapped. I personally liked her. And then when she left, everybody was like, Jane, come back. We miss you. But 
not everybody shared my opinion. She was great. She was young. She had the energy. But she had an affinity for a cape. I'll let you explain. Yes. One thing that was very, in retrospect, very awesome about her is that she would help out with drive-ups. But one thing that was silly about the way she would help out with drive-ups is she would put on her orange vest so that, you know, you wouldn't get run over by vehicles in the parking lot. And she would put it on over her shoulders in such a way where it would flutter behind her like a cape. And she got such a kick out of it. Like, she would talk about her cape and she was so proud to be running around with a cape on. It was pretty great. It was quite the sight. I remember, like, I'd take breaks in my car sometimes because I just didn't want to hear the the drive-up honk anymore and I needed a break from the store and I'd just be in my car and I'd see like a flash and I'd be like it's Jane there she goes (laughs) she was great um but yeah yeah and aside about the drive-up honk is that for anyone who doesn't know that means that there is like the honking you hear it means that there's someone here for a drive-up it does not come out of someone's device when you're in their way it's it was so embarrassing the number of times i would have people who would look at me weird as if i was honking at them because (laughs) they were in my way that's happened to me too i'll be like behind somebody and like trying to get around them it'll then the device will be like and i'd be like "Uh um i'm just gonna move on and pretend that didn't happen (laughs) but yes um I feel like we should move up to drive up dangers because that kind of goes along with the vest. If you've ever been to Target and you see, like, the car attendant and, like, the service desk people who bring crap up to your car that you order in orange vests, yes, that is required, unfortunately. Does it work, though? That's the question. Do you think it works, Camille, not getting run over by cars if you have an orange vest on? Well, you sure think it would. Mm-hmm. No, it was... So, at our store... I know that in some stores, they're lucky enough to not have to, like, cross a little street section of the parking lot to get to the drive-up spots, but at ours, we did have to, and there was a stop sign and eventually, like, a please-don't-hit-pedestrians sign put in, and still, cars just wouldn't stop. They would look at you like you were the dirt at the bottom of their shoe, and then it was like they were trying to hit you. One of my friends that works there got hit. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah. Her name is Blinky. <laughs> I don't want to say her name just in case she doesn't want it to be told. Edit in a beep there. Yeah, I'll put a bleep. I don't know if I'm that sophisticated, but pretend bleep. Anyway, she got hit by a car and like had to take time off. And I don't think she broke anything, but she had bandages on for a bit. And like, I don't think she sued, but I told her she should. <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty insane. Also, with like weather and stuff, like. The storms, I don't know. Do you want to talk about the storms? Sure. They, it was very rare. There's an ability to turn off drive-ups, and it was very rare, and the only way we could is if we saw lightning. And so otherwise, if it was raining or snowing or, like, even just, like, a really intense heat wave, we still had to go out and do drive-ups. And one of the summers that we both worked there... There were wildfires up in Canada, and so the air quality was, like, really bad, and people were, like, like, you could feel it in your lungs being outside for that long, and they were just like, well, no lightning. It was terrible. Like, there was, like, a layer of smog. Wait, what? Smog? Is that what it's called? Yeah. (laughs) Why does that sound weird? Smog? 
smog. <laughs> well, anyway, there's a layer of smog. <laughs> you, I hate that. Whatever. And you could, like, see it. And, like, breathing that in isn't good. And they were just like, we don't care. <laughs> and, like, also on top of that is there's requirements for drive-up times. So, you have to bring out your drive-up. It used to be, what was it, a minute? Or, no, it, it was, like... They raised it. It was something impossible, like a minute or something. And then they were like, okay, we'll let you bring it out in two minutes. And basically what happens if you didn't bring it out in the time frame that you were supposed to, like two minutes or whatever, then, so like you'd get the order, you put it in the cart and you'd go out to the person and get their code and then the timer would stop. You'd basically get in trouble with the store. Not like you personally necessarily, but like your store was ranked on like who's Door. I probably shouldn't give out location. Hold on. Okay, bleep. Anyway, <laughs> so the location we worked at had a competition with the other surrounding store. So then bleep store and bleep store <laughs> would be in competition with bleep store. <laughs> okay, anyway, I'm having too much fun pretending. But yeah, so drive up times were like you had so you were rushing so you couldn't make like I don't know I'm a people person I love talking to people like when I first started it was awesome because I just love meeting new people and I still do but it became too much too many people I met but you can't like have that small connection or like maybe they're having a bad day and like you can make their day better by being nice to them you know it was always my mission to like make people smile at me that ended in about about five days after working there but i don't know so it's just kind of difficult with like when you're required to make the interaction quick which i get nobody wants to talk to you for six hours and i don't want to talk to them for six hours either but anyway when it's timed it's just it adds a layer of yuck okay it wouldn't be a target horror stories episode for you miss emily if we didn't talk about your numerous target stalkers no i don't know what it is about you i mean obviously you're gorgeous and perfect and amazing (laughs) but you had multiple coworkers who were very infatuated with you to an uncomfortable degree yeah that's true (laughs) i'm like cringing so first up we have Creepy card attendant. We will not be naming names, so we will call him John. Yeah, um, John was less of a, I don't know, well, he was, like, how old was he? 26? He was inappropriately way older than you and the other very young high school girls that he made to feel uncomfortable, and the store knew about it, and they did not seem to care. Thankfully, he does not work there any longer. Yeah, he would, I don't know, he was just a little much, like, he would, like, follow people in their, in his car, and, like, follow you throughout the store when you were working, and, like, go through your checkout lane, even if he has, like, one thing, and your line is, like, long, and there's someone open next to you, and just, like, weird things like that, and, like, he'd, like, sit by you in the break room, and it was, like, more than just, like, he thinks we're friends, you know? You just get that, like, ugh. Yeah, I mean, there's something inherently yucky about, like, a man who's near 30, like, clinging to and talking to 
in excess a 16-year-old girl. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the other stalker was a little worse. The other stalker was much more (laughs) age-appropriate, and he may have just simply been a bit of a simp. Emily was his one true love, and unfortunately, she did not reciprocate. This person we're just going to call Stalker Boy. Yeah, I have more to say about Stalker Boy. Stalker, not soccer. (laughs) Basically, he... I don't know. Long story short, he was just weird. (laughs) He fell in love with her and asked her to have his babies. No joke. Yeah, he would make like a Snapchat story and it would be like, I want... I can't remember. It was clearly like rehearsed or Googled or something, but it was still yucky. He was like, I can't wait to have kids. And then when, when like this person, he he like put on a snapshot. I'm like, clearly I'm just on his private story right now because he took it down and I saw it. But he was like, like when the person that I love or whatever, which you know who you are. And I was like, oh my goodness. And when, when she gets home, then all the kids will run to her and it'll, I'll make it like a competition and who gets to mom the fast. It Yeah. It was a little weird. And yeah, maybe he was my age, but it was just weird. And he like wouldn't leave me alone. And I like friend zoned him. Like how many times do you think? Far too many for him not to get the hint. Yeah, and I would, like, literally run away from him. <laughs> and, like, he just wouldn't leave me alone. And he, so he was a card attendant also, so they get to do their own breaks. So he would see when mine were. And then he would, like, wait for me and, like, take his breaks with me. And so I would start, like, changing my breaks and, like, being like, hey, I'm gonna not go right now. I don't know. It was just a whole, a whole thing. And then he started dating my arch nemesis. Dun dun dun. <gasps> dun dun dun. Yeah, and so that was, I was like, how do you even know who this person, it was just weird. And okay, I don't have, I don't really have arch nemesis because I think that's weird and a waste of energy. But like, the one person that truly I don't like he started to date, it didn't last. So, <laughs> I wish it would have because that would have been funny. But yeah, so Target sucks at dealing with people who are stalkers also. But I guess I never really brought up what was his name? Stalker boy. To anybody, did I? No, I totally did. I told didn't I? Oops. Bleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. The one shining light, Miss Wonderful Manager, bleep, who would like write us recommendation letters and like was invested in us and was specifically very charmed by our sisterly antics, definitely knew about it and helped protect Emily. Yeah. And when she quit, things went downhill real fast. Not the bunny hill. The hill on the ski thing that's red and says danger because it's a drop off. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, um, I feel like we should just talk about one more case. Okay. Which case should we talk about? Well, as long as you're going with cases, one thing that people might not know about working at Target during COVID, which we both did, is that every time someone tested positive who worked in our store, everyone who worked there would get a text and it would just say like, so here's an actual text pulled up on my phone. Team, we're sharing that a COVID-19 case was reported today. The team member was last in the store on 2-9. This was in 2022. 
All areas of the store have been extensively cleaned and disinfected per our daily routines for the health and safety of our team members and guests. Only kind of true. Free vaccines are available at CVS, CHR for benefit details. So we would get these texts and it would say, however many team members, coworkers, whatever, were positive for COVID that had worked that day. And then we would start to investigate. Yeah, so they had, like, a grid of, like, everybody who was there on the day. So, like, we started to, this is terrible. This is actually really bad. But we are littleness. We want to know everything. And so we would take a picture of, like, the master grid of, like, everybody who was there. Like, we're talking, like, the person who's in the toys. We're talking about the cake decorators, the fulfillment people, you know, everybody, the team leaders, everybody. And when these texts would come out, we would say, oh, last in the store 2-9? Okay. And so we would take a look at our grid and be like, have you seen this person lately? <gasps> no, I haven't. Oh, my goodness. <gasps> have you seen this person lately? No. Oh, it could be them. And so we would kind of play, like, Clue. Is that what you'd call it? Yeah. It was, we would, like, go through and, like, try to eliminate who, like, when we saw them later, we knew that they weren't quarantining, and we would even do this, like, among our huge group chats, and I remember sometimes we actually would have, like, solved it. Yeah, and, like, yeah, we were curious, but also, like, they wouldn't tell us who it was, so, like, we could have had close contact, and they, like, wouldn't tell us, you know, and so that's super frustrating, too, because, like, you don't want to get sick or get other people sick, or, like, like, if you're, like, people we worked with would have, like, people at home who had, like, compromised immune systems and they wouldn't say like if you were in the area if they if the person who was like got covid was in your area of work or not and so it was like yeah i'm super curious but also like is this gonna damage my ability to see the people i love you know and so yeah that was kind of a fun time but yeah, we those group chats were super fun. But we should talk about that group chat quick. So there was like a master Snapchat group chat. That was a weird phrase. Master Snapchat group chat. But you were in that, right? Yes, I was definitely in one iteration of it. And we the name of it was various things that were maybe not that good or nice. And then I think eventually there was a scare where someone said that we were all going to get fired for being in this group chat with such a terrible name making fun of, I believe it was our manager, Jane. Um, and so the the dead group chat, as it stands dead, is called Target Constructive Criticism. Yeah, but then they made another one. But this, okay, yeah, there were definitely rude things that were said in it. Definitely. Um, we never partaked in them. We just laughed. <laughs> but, but... <laughs> one really hilarious and terrible thing again about manager jane that not everyone liked was that she she had ibs and people would talk about how long she was in the bathroom for so terrible (laughs) we're just so terrible it wasn't us but we definitely laughed (laughs) but so another group chat about so that was about i'd say like in the beginning of our time right so like three years ago ish because I was there too. So like 3ish years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Like okay, that. yeah. But I guess it doesn't have to be that accurate of a time frame, but you know, we got to get that ethos. But anyway, so another one was made about 2 years ago and you weren't in that cuz you were off at school. 
but recently so that that one was kind of good it was like more so like hey my grandma died could you take my shift that was a morbid example but like you know it was more like hey i need could you help me out like i can't call in this week because i've had too many sick call-ins and like you'd have a certain amount so then you couldn't if you if you had to call in and miss work again you'd get fired basically but you know so it was more so like hey i've got you you got me awesome cool and obviously there were sprinkled in like mean talks too but then it was mostly used for good unlike the first one (laughs) and maybe that was because that boss jane was no longer in the picture at this target but anyway the current etl is what they call it which is what does that stand for executive team lead it does i thought it was like service and engagement oh wait that's something different i don't know there's a couple of them right a couple of etls or a couple of needless acronyms both (laughs) yes well anyway this new etl boss manager whatever she was like the head honcho of the front end is what we call it so like the cartons everywhere we worked basically and she was like you cannot have a group chat and you cannot she was basically like you can't this group chat needs to stop like it's not okay and like i don't know have y'all ever heard of like the almost said 10 commandments uh, no i lost it what's it called the bill of rights yes the bill of rights also known as the 10 commandments in my brain apparently but like hello freedom of speech and like communication and like you are telling me ma'am that i cannot talk to my friends if i was a boss and i learned that people were like talking to each other to try to like figure out hey could you cover my shift so then I, like they weren't short I'd be like, oh my goodness, that's so cute. We have such a good environment here. Everybody's friends with everybody, you know? And so she was like, absolutely not. Shut this down. And like, so people were leaving this Snapchat group chat because because like there was a chance that they could be fired if they were still in it. So I was like, what? This is ridiculous. I don't know. I personally don't think that's okay. Like, do you? I think it's questionable at best. Like, there's nowhere in the Target bylaws that says you can't be friends with someone. Especially when, like, the majority... I know that you weren't in it, but, like, the majority of it was good. Like, with good intentions. Like, could you take my shift? Or, hey, I'm looking for some more hours, you know? So, like, I don't know. It's just a little redonky-donk, in my opinion. But, yeah, I don't know. Are there any other fun stories that you want to talk about? I don't think I was here for this, but I definitely saw videos and pictures that at one point there were some mice behind the service desk. Yes, that was when I was working during my junior and senior year of high school doing like online PSEO, which if you don't know what that is, it's basically just college, but you're in high school and it's free for you. But background... So I didn't have any, like, classes that I had to go to, so i just do it online. So I worked in the mornings because it was more chill and I liked the morning people. And this guy would come in, like, twice a week on, like, Mondays and Fridays and, like, check the mice traps. And, like, me and him were good buddies. I'd be like, hey, welcome back. <laughs> it was really fun. But, yeah, so I was bringing out a drive up and there was some very colossal crunch. And I was like, man, that smells strong. Like, mm, that smells good. It was bitten into. That is so scary. 
yeah, it was like you could see the little teeth marks, and I, I just, I get the shivers thinking about, like, mice being back there. Okay, another, like, what's it called? I have no idea. Okay, why are the words leaving my brain? Um, side note, I guess, is that most store, most of the store is clean, and they took care of it pretty quick, but still nasty, you know? Yes, very nasty, but also a good point. We are not telling you not to shop at Target. We are telling you to maybe think real hard before you apply to work at Target, and also to be nicer to your customer service people. Yeah, that's a good wrap-up, because, like, I love Target. I shop at Target all the time. You love Target, right? Yes. Love that they're putting in Ulta Beauties. I mean, woohoo, you know, woo. Woo. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, so we love Target here. We're big Target people, but yeah, like Camille said, think twice about applying and maybe just don't. (laughs) But it just takes a person who maybe has more a stronger social battery and a little bit more fortitude for when people are not very nice to them to work there my big thing with it sucking is that like we had really good bosses in the beginning of our time and then the one that they currently hired is like super disrespectful and like wouldn't give me the time of day when I'd been there for a long time and I'd seen people come and go and like like I don't know I guess if if you're, for some reason, you find this podcast episode and you are in a boss position at a Target, give people respect, even if they're young. Because that's something that's super frustrating to me, is that, like, people have always been, like, kind of dismissive and, like, disrespectful to me, even though I'm young. But, like, I have good ideas good thoughts good opinions i'm responsible and like well camille you're in charge of the spill stations and then yes and then you inherited them that basically means every single like price scanner stand with like the little ipad and you can say like how much is this and then it'll tell you at a target all of those open up and there's like a first aid kit and like stuff to clean up spills and such and such and so for some reason that became like our little family ordeal because I started I had my little cart and like once a week in the mornings I would just go around and like stock everything and then when I went to school they asked me to train in Emily and she took over for me you no, you did not train me in you just left because they forgot about it or something and I had to learn for myself which is what made me super annoyed because when I went off to school I had to train someone in when like I would just had to figure it out and, like, it wasn't your fault. It was their fault because they were, like, spill stations. One, one of the, it's a pretty stinging big deal. I mean, if Target, if someone slips and there's not something to pick it up, girl, they're going to get sued, you know? So, like, spill kits are, like, important. And stocking those are important. But, I don't know. So, it was, like, it's, like, a big responsibility. And, like, the car attendants are supposed to do it, but somehow we had to. I don't know. Anyway, just, yeah, <laughs> to wrap up again. Be nice to people. Don't suck in general. If you work there, we're sorry. (laughs) Yeah. um, We're not asking you to boycott Target. We love Target. But when we go there, we are extra sure that we are respectful of the workers. 
and just in general, please be kind to each other and respect your fellow humans. Yeah, you never know what people are going through, and workers have feelings. Until we're all replaced with robots. Robot workers. But that'll be a few years. Dun-dun-dun. Dun-dun-dun. You really got me with the side effects. Oh, wait. Sound effects. Oh, my goodness. What happened to my words today? I don't know, man. (laughs) Okay. So, anyway, thank you for listening. And thank you, Camille, for being on the podcast. Yeah, man. Anytime. Actually, it took some arm twisting. A little less arm twisting than the rom-coms episode, but thank you anyway. Silence. She says silence. Okay. Well, anyway, thank you for listening. Again, we love Target. This is nothing against Target. If you heard that, it was just Camille (laughs) sipping some water. (laughs) Um, Sometimes his microphone picks up weird things, you know. I wasn't expecting that to make a noise. Remember one time at church? <laughs> one time out, it was like a meeting before like a youth group thing and I was I had a Starbucks cup because basic. I'm sorry, but and we had gone to Starbucks before and I was it I got a pink drink. I know basic basic, but um and so you know how you get those like freeze-dried strawberries, you know, they're kind of you don't like them in your drink, do you? No, I always ask for them without. I kind of regret it. But anyway, um, I had a straw and it was before they had like the sippy cup lids or whatever, like the strawless lids. And so I was trying to get the berries out of the way. And so I like picked it up and it was like in the middle of like silence. I think like the dude leading the meeting was like, does anybody have any like questions or something? And I pulled the straw up and it was like, hey! I, I can't, I can't do the noise justice. It was so silent in there. And then he just went thank you emily yeah he was like thank you he like said my it was that was a very interesting meeting but anyway i should have known that that was my sign not to go no we went it was great it was fun but that was super awkward yeah for context it was a meeting about a trip we took with the youth group yeah we were going to florida right yeah man maybe we should do another episode about all of the catastrophes that happened on that trip yeah that was i mean any time you're gonna take like 20 people to florida who are all children not a good idea but anyway not children teenagers same thing but all that is to say thank you for listening to this episode and next time you're at your local superstore even if it's target or not be nice to people and yeah so thank you so much and have a good day bye